this week's episode of Latchkey Minis, the podcast where we take a critical look at the critical look we took last week. My name is Sarah. I'm the mom of a four-year-old boy, and today I am going to be talking about our episode where we went over the movie Moana. Well, to start off, I've got some really disappointing news for you guys. Nobody called in and sang the Maui rap from You're Welcome, so I will not be singing it for you this week. But the offer still stands. If you're listening to this episode, and it's like five years from now, and you would like me to sing the Maui rap from You're Welcome, all you need to do is call in to our phone number, 402-885-4875, record yourself singing it, and I will sing it, and I will air yours as well. We'll see who's better. Maybe we'll put up a, um, a vote, and you, the listeners, can decide if I'm the best or random listener is the best. Spoiler alert, I'm going to guess that random listener is the best because I can't sing. One of the things that we talked about in last week's episode was the um, fact that Punani Cravalho, um, who is the mom of the uh, lead actress who voiced Moana, she also voiced a character in the episode, and Briar and I hoped that it was the villager who brings the blighted coconuts to Moana and then tells Moana's dad that she's doing a good job. And from what I've been able to figure out, um, my main source is beyondthevoiceactors.com. They do attribute that villager to Punani uh, Cravalho. Uh, so that's great. That's I think we got that one right. And I would really like to think that that is true. Um, Beyond the Voice Actors seems to be a pretty reputable source. They do a great job of tracking voice actors and where they work and where they show up. You should check it out sometime. It's totally a rabbit hole that you could fall down and spend a lot of time in. Uh, one of the other things we talked about was the stone that the heart of Tefiti is made out of. We weren't really sure how to pronounce it. And I looked into it a bit. It looks like it's called Ponemu. It's a green stone. Um, it's really referred to green as green stone a lot of the time. But it's very important in the Polynesian culture. Um, but you'll see it a lot in necklaces. It looks like jade. It's very similar, um, I would say, culturally significant in a very similar way to jade. We talked a lot about Lin-Manuel Miranda. And in doing so, we kind of forgot to talk about the other songwriters for the movie. They were also, they were Mark Manchina and Opete Apoi. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that wrong, but I probably am. Let's say Opete Afoi. I'm not sure. Guys, if you know how to pronounce that name, I looked online and I tried to find interviews with him where somebody else said his name and I didn't have very good luck. But he um, he is a native New Ze Zealander and his um, vocal group, Tevaka, also like appeared in the songs, like they were vocal work in the songs, as well as a Fiji um, choir. So it's really interesting, and I, I feel like we totally just glossed over that there was anybody else involved besides Lin-Manuel Miranda, but there were. And it seems like Opetea Foe was actually involved before anybody else was. 
Let's try it again. Opet a fai? I don't know, guys. But he seems to have been the first one brought in on the musical side for this movie. And from the interviews they saw, they seemed to all get along really well. Um, Lin-Manuel, Mark, and Opetea. <laughs> oh my god, I feel awful. I wish I could pronounce that perfectly, but I really, I tried. We talked about how mini Maui on um, Maui's tattoos was traditionally animated, so I looked into that a little bit more. And I found an interview on D23.com. D23, if you aren't familiar, is like the official um, fan club for Disney. I believe Disney runs it. Actually, I know they do. They're like a big deal. And there's different levels of like membership that you can get. There's a free membership, but then there's also a paid membership. And they do like conventions and all their traditional stuff. But they had an interview on their website with Eric Goldberg, who was the animation supervisor on Moana. But previous to that, he is apparently, according to D23.com, one of the greatest hand-drawn animators. Um, he explained a little bit about the process of using Minnie Maui as traditional animation. And one of the things that he specifically talked about was how the CGI animators would have to map out where Minnie Maui would show up on Big Maui in the animation. And in one instance, they actually put like an X marks the spot where Minnie Maui would be. And it's the scene where he pokes Big Maui in the belly button. So they had to do like a, an X in the CGI animation to pinpoint where Minnie Maui would be and where he'd be poking. And in doing so, that, that gave the traditional animators the location to make the traditional animation. But then they also had to go back and um, manipulate it because there's a certain amount of distortion that needed to happen for the to account for the musculature of Big Maui. So pretty interesting. It's a great article. Um, it's quick. It's not very long. It's only a few questions, but it gives a good amount of detail into the whole process. We will link it in our show notes. Be sure to listen next week. We will be talking about the 2010 DreamWorks animation movie, How to Train Your Dragon. As always, you can find us at Latchkey Movies on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and latchkeymovies at gmail.com. You can call us when any comments you might have at 402-885-4875. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week, guys.